This is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, welcome back to the God Life Culture Podcast. We are so excited and thankful that you are tuned in and that you are listening. We are thanking you for subscribing as well, all of you who are listening to us. And if you have not subscribed, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you are listening um, to your favorite podcast. We are there. Um, Welcome to our end of the year episode. We are wrapping up 2020. Eddie, how are you feeling? I am, I was going to say exhausted because it is late. (laughs) And I think that we've had a very crazy year. But overall, I'm excited. I'm great to be back uh, recording again and ending this year off with, you know, at least our final thoughts for 2020 and maybe a little bit of what we're hoping for, uh, for 2021. Uh, but overall just feeling great, excited, uh, optimistic, uh, anything positive I'm just trying to put out there. Uh, how's everything over on your end? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely agree. I think it has been a crazy year. Um, I think, you know, all the way back to just when we, you know, first started uh, recording, um, you know, some new episodes this year, we had taken a few uh, months off or some time off uh, when you had uh, Lucas, right? When you yeah. went Lucas. And that's crazy that, you know, that happened at the top of this year, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's it like, already... I feel like he's always been around. He's always <laughs> been around, you know? And, um, you know, we started the year off with some rewind episodes from our season one. So, you know, a lot of people got to catch up then. And, um, you know, we, only got through like two or three episodes before this pandemic kind of, you know, took over the conversation. Yes. And uh, obviously, you know, we can't ignore everything that, you know, this pandemic kind of um, affected in this year. Right. And I think that, you know, we really were to sit back and just look at, you know, everything that occurred this year, you know, our losses, our wins, maybe our highs, our lows, the great things that happened, and even, you know, the crappy things that happened, I, you know, we're still here. And if we're still able to have that moment of reflection, you know, one word just keeps coming to mind, and it's just gratitude. Yeah, absolutely. The fact that so many things could have gone wrong, right? You could have been Um, you know, in a situation where you were involved, you know, in something that could have went, you know, completely wrong or around someone or, you know, you, you and your family could have been involved in something, you know, and, and you were spared, right? Your life was spared. And, and, you know, just thinking back at um, a lot of, you know, the tragedies and the stories that we've heard of people who have lost loved ones, people who have, you know, been greatly affected by this pandemic, both, you know, losing a loved one and also just losing a job or a position, you know, there were so many budget cuts happening and so many things that, um, you know, if we look back at 2020, it may look like we lost way more than what we gained. Yeah. I think that, um, the optics a lot, it'll be a lot, it's a lot easier for people to, look at the negatives and focus on those things that went wrong. Um, But, you know, 
there was a lot of things that went wrong. There were, like you said, there were a lot of people that lost jobs or budget cuts that happened, people having to take on the task of working from home, plus being a teacher, basically, with all the distance learning that was going on with kids, um, people having to not having not be able to see their family and relatives um, because of the precautions they were taking um, to not get anyone sick and or those that were actually sick. Um, you know, there's so many like crazy things, churches that weren't able to gather for a long period of time. There's still churches that, you know, have made that decision to still not gather or did gather and then shut down again and didn't, you know, just to be safe, decided to do the online services as well. You know, there's, there's a lot that can be focused on uh, the things that we feel like 2020 took away from us. Um, you know, there are people that did lose loved ones. I lost two loved ones this year, um, although they weren't specifically COVID related, you know, that that whole the limits and restrictions that COVID did place um, in the medical field did affect us in one way or another, whether it be not being able to see them, whether it was not being uh, to say goodbyes and, you know, send them off the way that we would want to, whether it be at a funeral or whatever, um, you know, so there were, there were a lot of, you know, sad and down moments that happened this year. But, you know, funny enough, as I was sitting here, like just going over a couple of points to think of, to speak of uh, for today's episode, one of the things that just, you know, kept on repeating um, in me was just how great God has been through the craziness of 2020, at least for me and mine. You know, has it been easy? No, it has not been easy in any way, shape or form. But to be able to be just a couple of days away from the end of 2020 and to see how God brought us through all of that and how God provided and how God, you know, maybe we had plans starting off, you know, 2020, the end of 2019. Many of us had different plans and ideas of how we wanted this year to unfold. And although those plans didn't happen, other great things uh, did happen, you know, through this year. And you have to be able to take everything in and, you know, process the bad, but also hold on to those good things that happened, whether it was, you know, the birth of, you know, a baby, whether it was you were able to pay off a bunch of debt, whether it was that you were able, you know, to move into a new place or purchase a home, get a new car. There were people that started new jobs during this pandemic as well. So there were opportunities that did rise and blessings that did happen. And I think it is important for us to be able to hold on to those things as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, listening to everything you're saying, I, you know, I, I find myself sometimes struggling with the idea or, um, you know, just kind of keeping in mind that not everyone had a great year this year, right? Yes. And, you know, like you said, um, I'm definitely grateful. I'm definitely at a place where I'm just so thankful that God kept me saved, kept my family safe, yeah. kept my loved ones safe together. You know, we had many great moments this year, a lot of different things that we had planned or scheduled that, you know, we wanted to happen, you know, happen and it didn't happen the way we wanted to when we had to like reschedule things. But overall, you know, I can say that, you know, through everything, you know, God has been been faithful and, you know, great in our lives. And I'm super grateful where I'm at right now. 
But at the same time, you know, my heart does go out to all of those people who, you know, spent Christmas, you know, either by themselves, Mm -hmm. isolated or quarantined or, you know, they're missing someone this Christmas. Right. Um, We just heard of recently uh, a church that's very close to our church. They lost their pastor, you know, in this time. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, every time you log in onto social media, you see like someone else posting of, you know, another death or, you know, another situation. And like you said, it may not always be COVID related, but with all of the restrictions that, you know, COVID has kind of placed on everything, you know, it just sucks to lose someone in this time, Mm -hmm. you know, with all of those things. So it's definitely a place of, you know... I, I'm so grateful now and, and I'm so, you know, thankful to God and 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 rejoicing in that. But at the same time, my heart does go out to those people who are, you know, facing darkness right now and in those dark places and dark moments, you know, of their life. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, we've been dealing with this whole situation. It seems like all year, but it really did start like in March, right, where all these crazy shutdowns and everything happened, um, you know, and December 21st is what we call the winter solstice, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, they say that that day, um, leading up to that day, it gets darker and darker earlier, right? And there's less hours of sunlight. So, you know, on December 21st, it's kind of the darkest day of the year. Yeah. But, you know, in thinking about that, it's almost like it seems like things that people go through where just everything in this year has just felt so dark with everything that, you know, just been going on. We think about the racial, you know, unrest that also happened. We think about all the politics and all the crazy back and forth that we went through the elections and all of that. Right. And for some people this year is just, you know, it just got darker and darker, but the same way, you know, in that winter solstice on December 21st, starting on December 22nd, right it begins to get darker later and it happens in small increments every day after the 21st it begins to get darker later and it's something that you know it should bring us hope in the fact that you know what it may seem real dark right now it may seem like winter is never going to end right you know this uh situation is just never going to get better but we have to trust right that each day you know the light is shining just a little bit more, even if we don't feel it, even if we don't, you know, feel the season changing or the times changing, you know, there is change that is happening. And sometimes I think, you know, we want the big change. We want the, you know, whole big transformation happen, you know, to happen overnight, but there are things that do take time and things that happen just little by little, you know, and that's something that, you know, has been on my heart. The fact that, you know, it's, it's, it's real dark right now, but you know, the light is coming and each and every day that, you know, goes by, you know, it does get darker later, you know, and there are more hours, you know, of light in that day. And hopefully just that thought alone, right. Gives us that hope and gives us that faith to know that, you know, things will get better. Yes. And, you know, um, I think that what this year also did was heighten everyone's sensibility to everyone going through stuff. Um, You know, I think that it's years prior, it was just a lot more easier to be kind of um, um, not as tapped in or not as sensitive to, you know, processes that people go through, whether it's sickness and death and 
job loss and all that other stuff, you know, it was just so easy for everyone to just go about the day and be like, oh, that, does, that has nothing to do with me. But this year has just put a magnifying glass on that because so many people have been going through the same processes that, you know, it should also we should be able to carry that through. Let's say that we wake up January 1st, 2021, and the world is back to how it was, you know, in 2019. There are lessons that we should be able to carry through with us, um, whether it is to be more sensitive to other people in their situations, whether it is to be more caring, more attentive, you know, whether it is to be more focused and prepared. You know, there's a lot of people that got caught off guard uh, this year and, you know, there's certain lessons that you learn that help you mature, not only, you know, spiritually, but also mentally, emotionally, you know, as a person that, you know, you can take with you, you know, so as we approach, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel and we, you know, begin to start a new phase in each and every one of our lives, you know, let go of the bad, take with you the good so that you can be that much more equipped for what is to come um, for the next year. And speaking about 2021, you know, every year people do these crazy, not crazy. Some of them are realistic. Others are not um, like New Year's resolutions. Have you thought of any that you're like, you know what? One of my goals for 2021 is X, Y, Z. Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, I was I was going to present something similar to that. The idea that a lot of times people, this is that time of the year where they set these goals and they put it out there that this is going to be my year, right? This is going to be <laughs> well, the year that I get that this, really I get this that, <laughs> you know? And this year, it's like, I haven't really yes. seen that, you know? And I'm hoping that people are still setting goals and I'm hoping that people are still like having, you know like vision for this next year. But I do understand that it's so hard and it's so uncertain to even plan things. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I may want to do that, but it's like, are we even going to be allowed to do that? Right. Like, is that even possible right now? Mm. I mean, personally for me, um, I do have certain things, you know, mentally kind of like thought out and just kind of like, you know, I would like this to happen in 2021. I would like this to happen. You know, I am one of those people that I am very uh, cautious and weary when I, you know, say things or when I say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But, you know, I'm going to be honest. I think that, you know, a lot of my goals for this year, it's really more hoping and having the faith that everything that we're kind of going through with the pandemic and all these different things kind of won't mess that up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you know, so you have these goals and these ideas. And at the same time, you're just like, man, I, I really do hope that, you know, things get better. So these things can actually be fully realized and, and, and happen, you know, it's definitely more of the same of what I've always done, you know, and I always think it through that lens. And I always think of it, you know, um, whether it's in ministry or like my career, whether it's my family life, you know, my personal life, more of the same and everything that I've been doing, right. Just kind of bigger and better, as I always say, you know, taking those lessons and things that you've learned. Um, you know, this year, one of the things that uh, this whole pandemic kind of opened up for me was, you know, this whole idea of online tutoring. And that's something, you know, I never really thought of because when I thought of tutoring, like I've done in the past, it's always been in person, mm -hmm. you know, with the student or with the child. And this year, because of everything, you know, I was able to kind of, um, 
go in that direction where I was, you know, doing online tutoring and met some, you know, great students and great kids, you know, as a result of that. And it's something that, you know, um, moving into 2021, I kind of now have that experience and kind of, you know, those lessons that I learned in doing that, that I'm definitely, um, you know, going to implement that and kind of grow that a little bit more. Um, you know, it's something that I, I definitely enjoyed, but yeah, it's tricky, man. I, I'm going to be honest. It's tricky with these goals and this year, you know, <laughs> normally I am that person too, that, you know, uh, I, I'm not so much like, you know, Oh, 2021, like I got to get my goals for 2021. I'm kind of like, I have these goals just kind of all the time popping up and like, you know, working on, but I don't know. What are you thinking? What what's what's on your mind in reference to like goals and vision? Like, should we just like go for it all? You know, what do you think? Yeah, definitely go for it. But I think uh, for me personally, and it, it kind of is aligned a little bit to what you were saying. You repeated a lot a phrase, which is something that I have written down. Um, which is get better, be better. And, you know, that's really the mentality I'm going into with 2021. And that whatever it is, whether it be home life, whether it be church life, professional life, you know, to just strive to be a little better, you know. So if it means to just put in a 10% more um, energy and effort into things, you know, that's what my goal is. Because it's kind of like you said, also, it's very difficult to be like, you know what, I'm gonna do a three day concert, or I'm gonna build this type of event, or I'm gonna do whatever, <laughs> when right. we don't know how everything is gonna, um, you know, unravel itself for 2021. But there is something that you do have control over, which is yourself, you know, so yeah. if there are goals that you should be setting for yourself is how can I be better as an individual? How can I be better as a partner? How can I be better just, you know, as a servant of God and just like things that you can reflect on and be like, you know what, I can try a little bit better in these certain areas of my life, because that's going to have a ripple effect into everything else. Um, so that when those opportunities do appear themselves in whatever way or fashion they decide to happen, you know, you'll just be that much better to encounter them. Um, you know, so yeah. that, and I think that that's so important, you know, what you're saying, because I think a lot of times when we think of goals and goal setting and vision and all that for the new year, we are always thinking of, um, you know, things that we can do and accomplish and conquer, right? Whether it's weight loss or getting a new job or getting a car or paying off a loan and all of these different things, a house, starting a family, right? All these things that we set in our minds to do. But very rarely, you know, will you hear someone say, man, in 2021, I just, you know, I want to be more at peace. Mm -hmm. In 2021, I want to work on my mental health. In 2021, I don't want to take everything as seriously as I do. Or in 2021, I want to work on my discipline. You know, I'm not so disciplined in certain areas of my life. And like you were saying, sometimes those are the goals and those are the, the things that really do make a difference. Yeah. You know, it's like, you may not be able to get that car or pay off that loan, right? If you don't work on your discipline and self-control, Exactly. you know? So a lot of times we think it's like, you know, I need the money in order to do these things. And it's like, money is not the problem, buddy. What the real problem here is you're not disciplined, <laughs> right? So it comes into a whole different area that, you know, I think, uh, you know, this new year and everything that's happening, this is going to allow us to kind of really dive deep into ourselves and see those areas where, like you said, we need to be better. Yeah. 
right? And and I definitely, you know, like, uh, you know, that statement that you said, you know, because I think just a lot of times, you know, looking at everything that we've done and just looking at who we are, there's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth, right? And at the end of the day, when we are better, right, I believe that we also... Um, you know, we have that kind of holistic health about us, right? We are able to really execute what God wants us to do. You know, we're really able to kind of walk in that. So I think that's great. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. So, you know, and and I think that it's also a good reflecting point for everyone that is listening, where maybe you are one of those people who had the idea next year, I'm going to do this next year, I'm going to do that. And don't get me wrong, I do have goals set, you know, for for me and my family for 2020, uh, for 2021, that I would love if we could achieve them. Um, but I do think that it, it should always, always start with you. You know, all those other goals are great. All those things that you want to accomplish are amazing. But if you do have areas in your life where you can improve on, why not? For sure. I mean, you know, thinking back in this year, I was thinking about this earlier and I was um, kind of, you know, just reflecting on all the music, right, that was kind of released this year and all the different people that released albums and all these different things. And, um, you know, if I had to pick a song, right, that this year kind of, uh, you know, carried me through or just was always kind of there in the background and just, you know, like taking us through everything and also like into 2021, um, which I want to ask you if you have something, you know, similar to that. But uh, for me, uh, the one song that I feel like I always went back to and the one song that I, you know, constantly, uh, you know, listened to and served as a reminder was the song Famous For by Torn Wells. Mm. Um, specifically, yes. um, loved the version that, you know, he had on his own album, um, Solo, but also the version where he included Ja'Kalen Carr, yeah. Jen Johnson, and Christine DeCladio. And I think we had mentioned this earlier in another episode, but um, I think that was such a timely song. And the fact that, um, you know, it was released not this year, that song was released, you know, I, I want to say like two years ago on his uh, album. And, you know, now I feel like it's a song that's just, you know, it, it's coming out and, it, and it's gaining traction and just more people are listening to it and being impacted by the message, you know, because it really does talk about what God is able to do. And I know, like we've said, 2020 has been rough and whatever, but, you know, the hope that we have, the hope that we have in Christ is because we know who he is and what he can do. Right. And that's what makes the difference. You know, that's what makes the difference in everything that, you know, we can kind of, you know, think about or plan to do. Right. When Christ is kind of, you know, when Christ is the center, right, all of those things that he is famous for is able to happen. You know, when it says he makes way through the waters, you know what I mean? And just those difficult situations that we think there kind of is no way out and he is able to definitely help us in that moment. So that song and the way it was Mm -hmm. sung in the version, you know, on the Dove Awards, definitely um, is something that I constantly go back to. And it's a constant reminder of what God can do, you know, and, and 
I think it's so easy to just forget all that in the crazy noise of this world, right? But that's one song that definitely, um, you know, has stuck with me. And one more thing I want to share. Um, Israel Houghton did a uh, quarantine worship experience, he titled it, and it was titled Feels Like Home, where he basically invited a bunch of his friends and new breed and all these people to his home, right? And, you know, they did the whole thing so you could see the backstory, how they all got COVID tested. They all, mm-hmm. you know, were quarantined separately before they came together and all these things. So, you know, they were definitely safe about it. But, um, you know, leading up to the concert, you know, which I got to see, it was, you know, in their home, everyone just, you know, in this living room, just, you know, worshiping God, but leading up to it, you know, they had uh, what he calls worship Wednesdays where he'll go live on, you know, Instagram. And let me tell you, man, those worship Wednesdays that he had on there. I mean, it was just a piano, him, and it would be like five or six singers that would be with him and acapella, no mic, nothing like that. And it was just so encouraging to see you know, these worshipers come together and really just, you know, give God their best and give God, you know, praise in this crazy time. But one thing that I have to say is looking at the comments, you know, when it's live on Instagram, you kind of are forced to see everyone's comments, you know, as the live is happening. Just the amount of people on there saying, you know, all the crazy situations they're going through, all the things that they went through in this past year, or how the music is making them feel, how God is speaking to them. You know, you really sometimes just forget the power that lies, one, in worship, but two, in obedience, you know, of your gift. When you're obedient with the gift that God gave you, you know, and when you uh, truly just recognize that it came from God, you realize that, man, there are lives that are waiting to be blessed. There are people that need to hear this. There are people that, you know, right now are, you know, are going through this dark time. So it was just very encouraging to see every Wednesday as he was leading up to his concert and kind of, you know, doing rehearsals and all that, just you know, the way they worship God in their home, no microphones, there was no, you know, crazy equipment in the rehearsals. It was, you know, they were all bummed out, right? They weren't all decked out in, you know, crazy fancy clothes and still just how the power of God and the presence of God was felt. And, you know, that's something that, you know, definitely um, impacted me these last, you know, two, three months, um, you know, as he was getting ready for that concert. But I will ask you, (laughs) is there a song, is there something that you heard that you kind of feel like you kept going back to or just, you know, maybe it was a few different songs. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, definitely um, a bunch of songs. I think that it also really depended on my state of mind at the moment uh but one of the ones that was definitely on the top five of my list uh for my 2020 playlist to get me through uh was promises from maverick city volume three part one i think is their fifth yes i gave you the whole (laughs) social security number and everything for them that song to me is a song that always was on my playlist always you know when we were having you know our jesus moment at home we had youtube playing um you know it's always one of the songs that will pop up as well and it's just such a great song to have and it goes back to what i was saying before as a reminder of just how great the god we serve is 
that, you know, regardless of all the crazy conflama and mess that may be going on around us in our lives personally, when we think about the promises of God and we think about the fact that he is a God of all ages, a God that, you know, the seasons come and go, but he still remains the same. And, you know, we dive deep into the artistry that is our God and, you know, how we benefit um, from that and how those things are what brings us through to the other side. And on top of that, that it's one of those albums that's a live recording, you know, very similar to the Israel Houghton, you know, um, atmosphere of a group of people getting together and just doing their live acoustic worship, you know, it just flowing um, the way that they do. You know, I think that maybe we also, you know, suffer from a little, not suffer, but, you know, have that like nostalgic feeling of, man, I can't wait to be in the middle of a worship session just like that. And I think, at least for me personally, that's how I would get my fix of just being able to like, you know, just lose myself in worship, even though it would be me and the kids at home or just be me and my wife just driving somewhere. But it would feel like we were in the middle of, you know, Madison Square Garden with a whole bunch of other people just worshiping God together. You know, and those are one of the things that a lot of us miss and cannot wait uh, to be able, you know, there's a lot of people that can't wait to hit the club. There's a lot of people that can't wait to hit, you know, all <laughs> these other, you know, venues and, and social events. Uh, but to be able to be at a social event like that, you know, whether it is a Torin Wells concert or whoever. Um, and, you know, it reminds me of years ago, there were these events uh, that used to happen and they used to have them at the IZOD Center and all these different, you know, stadiums. And it would just be a bunch of people from different walks of life, different denominations, different, you know, ethnicities that just come together to worship God together. And, you know, that's that's what I'm looking forward to, to be able to step into a place like that and to be able to just lose ourselves the way that these worshipers lose themselves in their music is. is it's just there's no words for it. Yeah, man, I, I completely agree. One verse that, you know, I want to leave everyone with is Romans 15, 13. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy yes. Spirit. There is hope. Peace is possible. Joy is possible. Right. Even in crazy times, you could still have that smile on your face and you could still, you know, have um, all those feelings of just, you know, gratitude and, and, and feeling blessed. Right. If you have life, if you are breathing right now, that is reason to celebrate. And, you know, like Eddie said, you know, f find those songs, right, that make that difference, find that worship and, you know, open up that word. And I know we, uh, you know, we're not always so preachy on this, but there are those moments, right, where it's like we do have to just, you know, realize it really is that, right, that is what makes the difference. And, you know, I encourage you in this new year, you know, pick up a new rhythm, a new habit, right, of just, you know, diving deeper into, um you know, what God has for you. And it could start right there through worship and, and through yep. his word. So Eddie, can you just, um, 
uh, remind us, right, of all our uh, socials. Normally, I do it, right? I'm going to pass it off to you so you can do it. As today. always, you can reach out to us on Facebook, on Instagram. You can email us at godlifeculturepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Remember to find us on any of the podcast platforms that you may listen to. We are on all of them. Remember to like, to share, to subscribe. Leave us those five-star ratings, people. You know, a lot of you people, uh, a lot of you people, uh, that sounds weird, uh, but a lot of you guys uh, <laughs> reach out to us and, you know, talk and give your comments and feedback about our our podcast episodes to us personally and we appreciate it but also leave those reviews and um those stars on those social those platforms for podcasts because we greatly appreciate it uh so go ahead june close us off for sure yeah and also i do want to say that uh you know we've had a lot of new listeners listening because you you know we get all like the statistics and analytics and all that and it's just funny because we uh kind of see how people are catching up with episodes or some of our earlier episodes you know we are noticing that people are listening to it so remember you can definitely go and you know check out episodes from season one that we've uploaded and you know season two our earlier um episodes you can catch up take this time to catch up and we have a lot in store for 2021 because in the same way we want to be better in everything that we're doing right our personal lives this podcast is also something that we are striving you know to grow and be better in so um you know be sure you're subscribed so you can definitely uh, you know, join us for the ride. So I'm going to try to close <laughs> this out and I feel like I'm going to mess this up. I feel like I'm going to mess this up. But thank you once again for listening to the God Life Culture podcast. That's God Life Culture. Yes, good job. Until next time. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>